Thanks for watching. My name is Josh Snyder, and this is Thoughtful Discussions. And I'm here with uh, Joey Hilty. And what do you do? I own the Vandal uh, here in Lawrenceville at 4306 Butler. Awesome. How long have you been here? I've been here for about two years and two months now. Okay. What do you think of it so far? Um, it's, you know, first and foremost, it's been an amazing experience to uh, you know, work for myself. Um, but definitely there's been an immense amount of learning um, and kind of making mistakes and, and even failing at some points uh, that I have found to be probably, you know, my the most interesting part of this whole experience. Absolutely. Um, what do you think is the biggest experience you've learned from? Or, or the one that stands out the most or, you know, something uh, that I would like, say it, it could even something be helpful for someone else that is, you know, could be going through the same thing or learning from it. I would say, you know, the biggest thing I've learned is, is it's kind of cliche, but it's, you know, be yeah. true to yourself and, yep. and do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Because inevitably, a lot of people are going to like it, and a lot of people aren't going to like it. Yeah. And that's just sort of the way things go. You're not, you know, there's no concept, or there's no, you know, uh, business that's going to like appeal to everybody. So yeah. you just have to learn to like find the people that love you and take care of them, and that's yeah. usually works out well. Right. It's still. How does it make you feel when you get both a good and bad review? Like. Uh, you know, now after like you know two years now, I've gotten over like the bad reviews. Yeah. My first, the first couple that we got, I took them very, very personally. Yeah. You know, I still kind of do take them personally, but a lot less now. Right. Um, you know, the good reviews are great. I mean, I feel like that never gets old when somebody like goes on Yelp and like gives yeah. you five stars and says that was amazing. This is my favorite place. Yeah. That like that will never get old. I don't think. <laughs> but at the same time, now when someone goes on and like gives us one star with, with some sort of like terrible, terrible um, reason for, for doing it. Right. I kind of shake it off and go, you yeah. know, that's just going to happen. Right. It's not for everybody. Right. And sometimes it's just people just want to complain. But. So do you, are, do you consider yourself a cook or, or like um, you're a business owner? But. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that I am a, like a enthusiast of yeah. food. I cooked a lot. Um, coming up in the industry. Yep. That was sort of my first jobs were cooking and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, working with uh, with more professional cooks, you know, trained chefs and stuff, it's, yeah. I don't have like the organizational skills that they have <laughs> that I think right. really separates like a really great chef and a cook um, where, you know, everything is properly labeled, stored, um, mm. you know, everything is being cleaned 24 seven. It's, it's way different than the way I do it where I just make like a big mess <laughs> and then hope somebody else cleans it up. That's, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so who are you working with now? Who's, who's, who's your team? Uh, my team, um, from when we opened, I yeah. still have a few original yeah. uh, people in the kitchen, which is uh, Chilla, who she's our chef, and she's been, yeah, she's been with me since day one. Yeah. Uh, and the same goes for Sean, who is uh, our um, sous chef who has also been with me. Yeah. Me, him and I worked together before and we went to high school together. So him and I go way back and uh, yeah, they've both been like integral to the growth of the business. Gotcha. What's it like, uh, where did they come from and what do they do? Like what's their background? Uh, Chilla has been cooking now for, I would say maybe like 
funny enough, like only like three-ish years. Okay. Um, we actually, when she first started in the kitchen was at Bar Marco whenever I was managing there. Okay. And uh, we got along really well. Um, and once I left to kind of open this up, yeah. I initially asked her if she wanted to come with me because I wanted to work with somebody who was, you know, someone who I could relate to, someone who was also sort of an experience because I feel like, you know, doing something like this, yeah. it's really important to have everybody on the same page. Yeah. Um, and so then eventually she came over and Sean also uh, came over from um, the Livermore, which is where I also worked with him. And okay. so I kind of like, you know, got both of them and we just built around that. Gotcha. But what, what would you say, um, if I said the word patience, what did, what did you think was the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, I would say patience is like not looking at your daily sales every yeah. five minutes. <laughs> um, you know, that's definitely the thing that, that I've, I've learned to try to chill out on a little bit right. uh, because there's so many days where I'll sit there and just stare at it, even yep. when I'm not at work. And like, if you're sitting there waiting for that thing to fill up, like you're going to be waiting because, you know, it's, I don't know, it, it'll never come in as fast as you want it to. Watching water boil. Yeah, and then it's, it's like the second that I stop focusing on it is when mm -hmm. I go back and go, oh, that was actually a good day. Right. But whenever you're like just, yeah, waiting for water to boil, like, right. you'll wait. And I think that like, you know, definitely that's a thing that I've had to learn to, to deal with. And, you know, and then on that retrospectively as well goes to like, you know, kind of tracking your business on like a quarter to quarter basis, mm -hmm. not day to day because yep. that's not accurate because everything kind of grows, but it's a very, very slow growth. It's almost linear. Yeah. But there's just a slight, you know, uh, escalation to it that, right. if, yeah, that you can't try to pin, pinpoint. Right, right. What is the experience that you hope people are going to have when they come here that's different from any other restaurant? I would say, like, you know, something that I think that we offer, maybe that not everybody has, is, um, you know, I think we have a staff, uh, and myself, mm -hmm. I count myself on that, who generally yeah. care yeah. Uh, if somebody comes in here and enjoys it. Yes. Um, a lot of, you know, I, a lot of owners of restaurants aren't present in the business, um, yeah. you know. You're here almost every yeah, day. Yeah, every like. day. Um, you know, <laughs> and I really, I love that. I mean, I wouldn't do this, you know, I, even if I didn't have to be here every day, I still would. And I think, you know, you know, after two years, I think, I think my staff sometimes would rather I wasn't here all the time, but right. I still like, cause I still like, I know that they know what they're doing and they always do a good job, but I still find myself kind of micromanaging and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when people come here, I really want them to appreciate sort of the experience from start to finish. Um, yeah. You know, we do a lot of things. Uh, we work really closely with a lot of local farms, and we do menus that change seasonally. So, you know, for me, I really, really enjoy um, giving people something maybe they haven't had before mm -hmm. um, in a way that's, like, comfortable and not super pretentious. Mm. And, you know, at least we hope isn't super pretentious, I feel like. Sometimes people say they aren't, but they are, and I don't know, but that's a whole other thing. But right. um, yeah. So what do you think about the community in Lawrenceville, and how, how, is that, how has it perceived you, and how do you perceive it? Uh, the community in Lawrenceville has been, gr I mean, great. It's been, um, you know, we, we kind of set out to be a neighborhood spot. Yeah. However, I think that the neighborhood has changed a bit. 
Yeah. And we originally tried to like, again, how we talked about like, I tried to like please everybody. Yeah. Um, but I found that by trying to please everybody, we were kind of selling ourselves shorts. Um, mm-hmm. And you and you realize that even, you know, if trying to put something on the menu that is like affordable, like a, like a, I think when we opened our breakfast sandwich was seven bucks, um, mm-hmm. which for what we use is a very fair price. However, compared to what you can get at Gecko for two dollars, right? You know, it's it's like we're not going to ever convert those people that go to Gecko for a two dollar breakfast sandwich. I mean, and I even, I mean I go to Gecko for two dollar breakfast sandwiches sometimes, right? Um, but you know, what we found was we should be making, you know, more thoughtful food for the people who do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And so what went from sort of trying to be like a neighborhood spot kind of turned into like a neighborhood destination spot. Yeah. Which at times I'm really proud of. And at times I certainly kind of wish we had a more broad appeal. Um, mm. Like, you know, sometimes, I don't know, there's certain times where like you can tell everybody wants to go to a place like industry or they go to like the Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, and while the, you know, those places are great, they're certainly made to please more people. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes, you know, like it's tough when you're doing something really different and maybe you're not catching all the foot traffic because yeah. the people, maybe it isn't their vibe, but, uh, you know, it's really great when you get people in here who want to be here, um, right. people coming on like, we get a lot of people like on destination, like mm-hmm. people who come visit Pittsburgh, like they almost always like stay at the ACE. Yeah. On Friday night, come have brunch here on Saturday. Yeah. And then go to the breweries and then go to like more sea or cure. And it's sort of like the classic like Pittsburgh visiting trip. Um, <laughs> so it's like really cool to be a part of that. Um, and it's really cool that places like the Ace like recommend us to their guests. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, what would you say about the restaurant business in Pittsburgh as a whole? I don't know if you've been anywhere else in the country. Yeah. Like, is it more, is it more warm as far as business owners, owner to owners or like how, how do you perceive that? Uh, I think it's, I think there are like, there are bands of people that yeah. there's like little groups of restaurants that, that kind of look out for each other. Yeah. And then otherwise though, I, I feel like it's a pretty small market. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, I think everybody's like, uh, we're supposed to say is that you that you, that you very much welcome competition and all these right. sort of things. However, it's a very small city and yeah. um, hasn't really grown to kind of support all these restaurants. And that's why we're seeing a lot of places like closing up now. Mm. Um, and a lot of places, it's not because they don't have a good product. It's simply because maybe they they you know they didn't keep up with with marketing and, and didn't use Instagram and you know all these new tools for marketing that that are really, really important. Right. Um, maybe they're out of touch on that end. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think it's a, for how small it is, we have a very, very talented uh, market. Yes. Um, and that's something to be very thankful for. Right. Um, but I definitely think that we are facing uh, a problem similar to San Francisco, you know, probably five or six years back when they just had way too many restaurants yeah. to support the population and like, hmm. you know, I think it's like everybody's dream now. No one wants to just open one restaurant anymore. Yeah. Everybody wants, I've, I've like seen interviews with people yeah. and they're like, I, my dream is to have a restaurant group. Yeah. And so the days of like just having a one restaurant that supports you, people are already pretty much over that. People already know that that won't pay your bills. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you know, I think it's, it's part like male ego, part 
being realistic that like one restaurant will give you know can support you but like having two or three is where you actually might make some money right. in this industry and I think and everybody build. has like a little bit of an ego and they want to have that influence on their city's culture um, yeah you know myself included and sure yeah I don't want a list of every single place you've yeah. worked but how many different kitchens have you worked in um, probably since I started I started I was a brief summary is like I worked whenever I was uh, 14 or 15 um, I got my, my, my workers permit and I worked yeah. at uh, Cold Stone was my first job nice scooping ice cream um, and <laughs> then it. still love it yeah it's so good I worked at a coffee shop in my neighborhood for a long time uh, through college and stuff um, and then I cooked I worked for Mad Max I worked um, at a bunch of places at, at WVU whenever I was there for school and then yeah. I came back and I worked for Bar Marco, and I worked for the William Penn Hotel, where I was I managed their restaurants. Okay. Um, and then I opened this. So, I mean, all in all, I think probably I've worked in twelve to fifteen different places. Gotcha. In the past. And you've been able to kind of pull from yeah, you know, what you like about certain things. You learn something at every see, single place. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's like what not to do. A lot <laughs> yeah. of times it's what not to do. I think the restaurant industry um, is is one that's you know I think a lot a lot of the lessons are hard lessons I don't think there's there's not a lot of time for for your the owner or the manager to sit down and like talk to you and inspire you like right it's a, it's a very like poetic thing to think about but really yeah. you're mostly just in the trenches working and um, the experiences you take are just what you observe right is that something you try to change with your staff and your yeah we definitely I mean we definitely try to I find it depends on how staffed we are. It's yeah. actually, it's really funny. We've been perpetually understaffed probably since we opened. Um, <laughs> and we finally now, like knock on wood, have a full staff. And yeah. we're already like kind of planning how we create a more um, communicative environment uh, with our staff to kind of teach and learn and talk about, you know, what we believe in in regards to with product and service and stuff. Right. Um, that I really hope we get to do, but I mean, given how things go, we'll probably be right under the gun again yeah. and not able to do that. But it's, uh, yeah, I think it's really important mostly just though when you have staff is to, to make sure they know that, that you're there for them and that's, right. um, that's, you know, not everybody's in this for a career. I mean, more and more people are, but, yeah. uh, it's good to let people know that like, it's important that they're humans first and that like. Yes. If they want to do something like, you know, take time off to go on vacation or, or whatever, like it, they need to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it's one of those things that I, that I really believe in. And sometimes it sucks when you have, you know, a couple people out because people are on vacation and stuff. But, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a better environment overall. Absolutely. Um, when you were coming up, is there any... Um, group of people or person in particular or restaurant that helped you establish yourself or help, helped you along along the way when you were building the vandal I kind of yeah took absolutely. you under their wing or like yeah um I want to say that like uh bar Marco yeah uh, whenever I was working there and managing those guys were um definitely pretty good mentors um yeah. you know they definitely their their imprint is, is, is in this restaurant in some yeah. like little ways and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and they had this sort of like very cool, like casual 
metropolitan feeling restaurant, and I, I always like love that and like wanted that here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say they had like one of the bigger influences on me to, uh, you know, inspire me to kind of, kind of do my own thing, and they were yeah. very supportive whenever I told them that I wanted to, and yeah, know, helped me with a lot of a lot of the way there. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you think for the future? for the vandal where do you hope to see it in one year mm. three years five years yeah it's it's funny too i was thinking about this uh the other day is how your first year when you open everybody yeah. is so excited for you to be there yeah. um and you get you know all the early adapters come out and support and you you know you do all these collaborations with people that are <clears throat> like yeah like I, like I call them early adapters but like cool kids yeah um and then you know, when you get into your second year, you're kind of faced with the question of, okay, well, where do we go from here? Right. You know, we don't, we're no longer a shiny new thing. Mm. Like, right. how do we build ourselves for the long haul? And right. that's where we're at as we start year three is we're really starting, you know, continually getting better at what we do. And it's, it's, it's very funny how, like, in our third year where we're actually putting out, like, twice as good of a product as our first year, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a lot harder to sort of get your for people to care about it and like I don't mean that like in a way like we're busier yeah and more people are coming through the doors but like less people want to write about a place that's been open for three years there's right. not much of a story there anymore yeah it's that story's been written already and and all that and now you're kind of you're maturing into a restaurant that's um, that that's you know that wants to be there for you know 10 15 years yeah um, and so now we're going through all like the sort of the things that we have to change and improve in order to do that. And that's mm. like getting a liquor license and, you know, updating our utilities and, you know, all like the super not fun stuff yeah. that's like that you have to do. And, you know, it's, it's not as sexy, but at the same time, it's really, I feel the most proud of like our product now. Yeah. Um, and so there's more value in building something that's going to be long term. Yeah even though you patience comes comes into it but yeah um you're able to to see see the, yeah. the long road yeah this is going to be valuable i so i had a business in southern california uh, mm-hmm. for seven years i had a, a print shop there yeah and i sold it and moved out here but when when we did like i had no idea how valuable the business like i didn't see the business itself as a product and after going like seven years, I sold it when I was 24. Mm-hmm. I, was, I did that for a while. And um, it was now I'm in my third year of business mm-hmm. doing printing again. And knowing that it's, that it's, it is an actual, it, it's a product in itself. The mm-hmm. business itself is a product. So you want to make your numbers good. You want to make it healthy. You want to yeah. make all these things. Where as an 18, 19, 20 year old, I didn't, I didn't realize, I didn't see that. Yeah. And so being able to have that foresight and that knowledge and, mm-hmm. and like, it's a huge, totally different direction. When I make decisions, I'm making decisions because it's my product. Yeah. It's mine. I own it. Yeah. Like whether I want to sell it late or not, like I want that to be the healthiest, the best for me that it can be. Mm-hmm. And that has a totally different outlook. And, and I can see that. I mean, we moved in here a little over yeah. a year ago. I, I remember you know, you as you, it was probably right at the end of that year, you know, yeah. where you were shiny and new and you were, you're good. And then I've seen you kind of go through this, 
this period over the last year and yeah it's been it's been awesome to see um glad to be part of it a patreon yeah, whatever a friend yeah um and it's a a great spot if people want to check it out what what could they expect as far as the type of food and atmosphere what, what are you doing here yeah i mean i'd say it's a pretty you know i think food wise you know we're doing a lot of um you know, like sort of modern American stuff. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of like Eastern European influence in our menu. Yep. The chef is, uh, you know, part Hungarian. So that shines yeah. through in a lot of the menu. Um, but then we're doing a lot of stuff with, uh, you know, with seasonal produce, um, you know, a lot of kind of brighter, bolder, like vegetable dishes. Mm. Um, and I still, you know, still think we're kind of like still working through our identity and what we do and stuff. Yeah. We have a really awesome like chicken sandwich that I feel like we sell. That we don't even try it. to sell. I love but, it. But, you know, people love that. I mean, I love it. Um, and... I mean, you have things on your menu. I trust you guys with my life. Like, yeah. I'm a picky eater. Yeah. You guys got me to eat tomatoes. You guys have gotten me to eat... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'll put anything in front of me that yeah. you guys make, like, just because I know it's going to be good. And it is Thank every you. time. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's something we work really hard on to put out something that is not only uh, seasonal, but also, like, pretty unique. Um, mm mm-hmm which is, is sometimes hard to do because there's so many restaurants and, and you're always trying to do something, something to differentiate yourself from, you know, everybody else. And, yeah, you know, so it's been, it's been really, really, really good here to, to see chef, uh, do that with the menu. And, um, I'm excited to see where we go, uh, in the future. Okay. So. What's, um, if you can name one person that you think has helped you the most, uh, who would that be? Uh, I would say, uh, Curtis, yeah, Curtis Gamble, uh, yeah. the chef at Station. He's like oh, yeah. kind of turned into like my best friend. Uh, nice. We both opened like the same time, okay, um, in 2015, and yeah. we both faced similar hardships. Um, yeah, and so that really brought us really close together. So, nice. and he's he's a, he's like yeah, like probably a couple years older than me. So he has a little more insights on things and can give me perspective that that I don't have yet. Right. So that's been really valuable and kind of like keeping me anchored and right all that sort of stuff so absolutely who is if if there could be anyone that you could think of that is coming up or i know it's kind of hard to see it's it's not as like not as transparent maybe Mm -hmm. in in, as in other industries like art or, Mm -hmm. or, or music or something like that but um is there anyone that you see that's doing something and doing it well that you want to see them over the next five years, you know, continue to do well in the future. Who, who would that be? Um, I mean, it's kind of a shameless plug, but I actually think uh, yeah. Chef here. Uh, yeah. Chilla, yeah. She's really, really coming into her own. I mean, again, yeah. only like three years cooking. And right. she's doing some really amazing stuff. And I'm kind of interested. Her boyfriend, Sean, is the bartender at uh, Allegheny Wine Mixer. Okay. Down the streets. And he's amazing and is probably one of the most knowledgeable people uh in regards to wine in the city. Okay. And they both definitely like have really good taste and like, you know, you know, may, you know, I, I think like both of those two uh, are going to have some really, 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 really big contributions to the city in the years awesome. to come. Obviously contributions here at the Vandal. Um, right. And yeah, I think chef is getting very involved with like a lot of nonprofits and stuff within the city. Mm. So I'm excited to see her grow into, you know, both uh, a chef, and a professional. Um, yeah. So um, thanks for watching. I'm Josh Snyder. This is Thoughtful Discussions. And where can we find you 
like we'll put links in the in oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, so. so it's <clears throat> mostly follows on Insta. That's where I, I do the most uh, like talking, and yeah. that's uh, at the Vandal PGH. So really easy to find us on there. Uh, and otherwise, you can come to our spot here on Butler Street. We're right next to Revival, so we're at forty three oh six Butler. Awesome. Um, if you could ask a question to anyone watching the video, whether they're anywhere in the country, world, whatever, Pittsburgh, um, what would you ask people that are watching that maybe got something from this video? Um, that's a good question. Um, they're watching from anywhere? Yeah. Or you could ask yeah, people yeah. watching from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I guess my, you know, my question for everybody is, you know, you know where do you see... Where do you see the city going uh, yeah. in the next couple of years? Uh, mostly in regards to like I'm thinking, obviously dining, food culture. Yeah. Um, but what do we see? What do we want to see? You know, you know, the way the way things are changing so much uh, yes. with restaurants. Um, I, you know, I'm interested to see like what people want and what people uh, are really excited about. Right. So. Thanks for being on the show, cool. man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. Oh yeah. No problem. Killer. Killer.